We're starting this week with the sounds of a band called Rumination. Uh, absolutely feral stuff there from uh, yeah from Edmonton, Alberta. So, Pete, you found this band, and it's just seven tracks of pretty brutal, grinding-influenced sort of deathy stuff, isn't it? Yeah, I found it. Um, of all places, and there's a Facebook page that I follow called uh, Black and Sludge Memes, which uh, does Brilliant. exactly what you think it does very niche um and occasionally just puts up a link to a new album and it's always worth clicking them because they must have the same they like the same stuff as i do so this came up and yeah instantly loved this you know with my other tracks on here i think i think my other four tracks i've picked must total about 50 minutes so thankfully i've got i've got something short in as well so i'm sure you're grateful for that for the oh, length yes, of the podcast what i really like is it's, it's that kind of full-on in-your-face effect it's, they kind of throw everything at you in terms of the volume in terms of like the fullness of the sound, but also, like you say, like the genre as well, you know, it's it's got that kind of grind intensity, but you can, I think, depending on where you come from and what you want to hear, you'll hear different things. You'll hear, you'll hear a bit of death in there. You'll hear a bit of the black and hardcore of the likes of Hexis, maybe even a bit of sludgy doom in there as well. So that's all of that packed in and it's over in a minute. There's even this kind of almost cold industrial mechanicalism to it as well. It's just, it's this, fearsome beast with all of that contained it's just really good i mean i love the vocals as well really sort of blackened and, and to the point really really in- impressive stuff really looks like they've been going about a year they had a release out in uh, november 2019 called temple of baal and they've done a few uh, eps since then this is the latest one blue rose so um yeah if you want to check that out it's at uh, ruminationband.bandcamp.com just amazing really we've got nine tracks as usual and um i'd say this week it's again just like a really varied podcast we're going all all over the world for this as well so the next one pet brick have done a split seven inch which came out last week for the band camp friday fee free day uh with a band called usa nails who um i know are sort of quite popular in the noise rock circles anyway but i was really taken aback by this one it's really quite straight to the point it's just two minutes of of glorious noise really isn't it uh, what did you make of this one really good yeah it's like you say it's kind of uh, lyrically it's, it great grabs you you know i don't kind of take in lyrics often but this one they kind of my body is your body but i think they say my crass records are my property and just everything about it is is just this kind of air of cool and you know like you say usa nails have kind of making headway in this country that you know well liked, you know all these kind of labels like Hominid, which obviously Petrick are linked to, and great scene, particularly probably in the south, probably kind of the leaders of that pack because they just create such great music like like this. And this is a beautiful release, you know, kind of split seven inch with amazing packaging. It's already sold out from what I saw on the Petrick. Yeah, it does look does look amazing. Yeah, I think um, they brought out like a limited number on Bandcamp Day, and yeah, I think it went pretty much straight away. It's like a die cut th- sort of sleeve and quite nicely packaged like you say so the pet brick side's very strange um if if people want to give that a listen it's it's mainly kind of bits of ambient noise and then a little bit of their kind of trademark like grindy kind of 
electronics and experimentation, yeah, the um, USA Now's side really sort of uh, hit me. So, yeah, very, very interesting. So if you want to pick that up, it's at uh, petbrick.bandcamp.com. Uh, you can still get the digital album. I think it's about £2, so, um, yeah, no excuse really. And we're going to play the song My Body. always amazing to find uh, stuff that we might have sort of touched upon before in the past because uh, for those of you that don't know uh, Nine Hertz has been going since 2004 as a reviews website and we used to have quite an active forum and, and you know the, the way that things have gone and evolved it's become a podcast and you know we're still kind of uncovering interesting music but in 2014 we uh, reviewed this band Alcadil yeah, they did a split with uh, the band Nor Their Tongues and uh, yeah, they're back. I mean, they've done several releases since this. It's been quite amazing to kind of watch their progress. But this latest album, Slonk, Pete, you've picked a track off this. And yeah, from from the sounds of it, they, they haven't changed very much, but that's no bad thing. Just really sort no. of progressive, black and strange stuff, isn't it? Yeah. I, I haven't listened to much black metal of late, really. Last, maybe last year or two, after kind of really going at it harder for a while. I've dropped off and there's less and less have been of interest to me, you know, but this is the type of thing, you know, you find, I find something like this and this grabbed me straight away and it's, it, it's kind of exciting and electrical. The press blurb mentions Dark Throne and Burning Witch. And I like that, you know, obviously Dark Throne is, you know, obvious reference for, for black metal, but adding Burning Witch into that and you kind of got this weird black metal doom, gloominess and, and kind of towering dread to it and that's evident you know the murkiness almost becomes kind of psychedelic a bit like a like bear it but in a more with a more modern production it's got this mystical air produced from it and this is the most exciting black metal to my ears for a long time yeah it's got that spikiness to it that reminds me of 
almost like grind um, in a way as well. It's it's almost like elongated grindcore. It's just so um, rough sounding and, and atmospheric, and it creates this hypnotic kind of sound to it. And I, I remember that from um, previous releases. It's just not a it's not a pleasant sound either. It's um it's a bit of an ordeal to listen to, but it's kind of one that you kind of want to go back to. And I think that's that's really key in, in sort of enjoying this. Um, it's got so many layers, which it wouldn't appear to have on, on first listen. You know, it's just like, oh, okay, this is what it is. And then you just, yeah, you listen a few more times and it's, it's got this richness to it. So it looks like they've put out a vinyl version, quite a sort of uh, good-looking vinyl version of this, and a CD digipack version as well. So if, uh, if you're interested in hearing more of this, uh, the album's called Slonk, like I said, and you can get this at alkadeal.bandcamp.com. We're going to play the song Veer.
So cut into the chase with this next one, really. The pandemic's been crap for music venues and live music in general. And there's some special places that are kind of, I don't know, maybe hunkering down and just kind of surviving and riding out the sort of pandemic and, and the ways that they can't kind of interact with their normal uh, fans and, and normal attendees. So the Lug Hole in Sheffield, for example, is is building uh, a new a new Lug Hole somewhere uh, and they're, they're sort of doing quite well and they're sort of crowdfunding and, and I've noticed they've built practice rooms and, and parts of the stage and things like that this week. Another venue that's very important to the UK um, metal scene, I guess the underground, the sort of stuff we play on here, uh, is Stuck on a Name Studios in Nottingham. Now, I mean, I've, I've got a bit of personal history with this place because I've recorded there many, many years ago and, and that was when it was just starting out. But what it's become is a practice space, a recording studio and possibly most importantly, a venue. And they've had people from all over the world play there. They've had um, bands that we've played on this podcast quite a lot play there. And just to stay open, um, they obviously have to pay the rent, they have to pay the rates um you know all the usual things that go with running a business and they've had no support from the government or anything so a lot of people have come together to try and help uh, this venue and the people who run it and yeah 57 bands have contributed a track to what is an amazing compilation called save our stuck on a name yeah it's i mean it was really hard to pick a track i mean we're just saying people we're with such varied bands on this this is like some Old school hardcore, some D beat, there's some grind, there's some death metal, some doom. Uh, you've got bands like Dawn Raid on there, you've got Underdark, and yeah, there's an exclusive tape with about 30 odd bands on, I think, as well. So, really, really tough to, to pick one off here. What Would you have picked a different one, Pete? I mean, there's so much to choose from. I, I wouldn't because I think this song was recorded exclusively for it, and I think that's that therefore stands out. But yeah, I mean, and, and a lot of the tracks I like, you know, there's Colts Blood on there, Abyssidio and Moloch and, and those like, you know, amazing stuff, but, you know, songs I'm already familiar with. But then bands I've either not heard before or, or, or not listened to for a long time, the Breach, a song on there was amazing, I thought. Um, Sewer Trench, Nazi Killer, you could, we could just go through them all. And like you say, the different genres in there. I like the fact it's alphabetical, so it kind of yeah. it doesn't try and link the... Um, the genres so you can have these massive jumps from like an almost indie-ish hardcore to the to a black metal and, and back again so it could have been anything but i think this is an a, a, a apt choice yeah yeah so i mean the song we're going to play is um by the band paranoid um who i think have played um what's known as hatch now when it was audacious art space before so uh, i think i played yeah, with this band before them. yeah yeah really really cool <laughs> Um, just like proper DB, but I, I picked this one in particular because it, it's about three or four minutes and it just turns, doesn't it, into this kind of Judas Priest wig out, and it's, yeah, I love it. <laughs> and it, it kind of sort of encapsulates the spirit of the place. It, it, you can kind of imagine people just going crazy to this. Stuck in a name is a bring-your-own-booze place, people with blue plastic bags from the supermarket around the corner just drinking cans and having a good time. So... Yeah, this kind of sums up the place for me, and I'd re- I really hope that it raises enough money to sort of keep it going. I think it might. I mean, I think they raised about eight hundred pounds from selling T-shirts, um, which sold out pretty fast. Uh, and this is about fiver for the compilation, and I think it's six pounds sixty-six for the tape. So um, yeah, if you um, want to go and sort of grab this, you can get it at Save Our Stuck on a Name. So that's Save Our S O A N dot Bandcamp dot com. Like I say, we're going to play the song Out Raising Hell by Paranoid.
So fans of kind of 
8-bit chiptune stuff, um, you're in for a treat, I think. So this next band you've picked, Pete, I've never heard of them before. Um, they're called Car and Near, but apparently they're making waves because they kind of they've folded in something to their already quite impressive sound, which is quite unique in the fact that it, it sounds like they're playing Japanese RPGs and all sorts of samples going on underneath all this. And they've kind of created this concept record, haven't they? It's, it's pretty incredible stuff. It is. It, it, really surprising. You, th- you think it's going to be a gimmick, but it just it works really well. I mean, going back to kind of, you know, you said not heard them before. I, I, I actually reviewed them a few years ago. I, similarly, like just, we were talking about Alcadil as well. It's great to hear kind of a progression of a band. They did a split with Kana, you know, from Manchester. I mean, uh, this band are from Dallas. That's, a, you know, it's an amazing uh, pairing. And that's what we reviewed in, I think it's 2017. So, and they were, you know, they were black metal. They were there was none none of the chip tune element which is here and then this has come out whether this is kind of just born from lockdown and it you know it's pushed them into different territories i don't know but they've fully gone in on the concepts you know the, the artwork's amazing everything about it just works and clicks and i think like maybe on paper black metal and chip tune just you wouldn't think it'd work at all you know like obviously it's, it's fully electronic which you'd, you'd argue is anathema but because it's chip tunes in deference to an older time, the Game Boys of the 80s and the 90s, for example, then it brings with it a basicness that probably, you know, that you can say aligns with the black metal crude production, you know, of early, of early black metal. And not only that, black metal's not, has never been about thick, chunky riffs like, you know, de- death metal or sludge. It's the one genre which has actually got that tinny wintry and fast you know sound you know one of our friends always calls it like a bee buzzing in an empty tin can but, but that aligned with the electronic you know the basic dated eight bit sound works it, they marry really well and the whole album just sounds electrifying it, 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 it it's not a gimmick it just sounds different and brilliant yeah i mean i think there's there's been bands that have kind of folded this into the sound before like um horse the band tried to kind of combine it with sort of fast mathy stuff and maybe a bit of grind but i think this suits it more it's got it it lends itself to to this genre somehow and like you say it doesn't sound cheesy it sounds quite sort of atmospheric and yeah it just it just kind of works i mean it the, you know the mythos of of the the games they're taking off you know like fantasy games and stuff kind of fits with the black metal aesthetic a yeah. little bit but yeah this is really unique really unique stuff and it looks like people have really responded to it so um i don't know if people are aware but bandcamp have started to do their vinyl pressing and you can actually ask your fans to pledge uh, money towards uh, a pressing it looks like they've got 104 percent funded on uh, getting this onto uh, hmm. some sort of marbled vinyl and a sort of impressive kind of packaging and stuff so if you're into this i think you can still buy it 18 dollars. i don't know how much that is to import these days but yeah, looks pretty amazing. I've just noticed as well, you can actually get their full digital discography for $2.10, which is insane. So if you like what you hear, you can get something like 20-odd releases for, um, yeah, the price of less than a pint, I guess. So that's pretty amazing. So yeah, really, really impressive album. Um, it's called Phase Out, and we're going to play the song The Trimertal Sanction.
So when a band comes out with with a concept and sort of uh, gives himself a a label, I guess I'm intrigued because that that always kind of you know piques my interest. It's kind of like okay, here's here's what we're doing, and it's it's somewhat different. So this next band have uh, described themselves as uh, Appalachian Desert Rock, which I think is a pretty fair summation. So they're called Jay the Hawk. It's just it kind of took me by surprise. Bandcamp Friday got a sort of notification from Ripple Music, who put out some amazing stuff. Played quite a lot on the podcast, but. Yeah, this this is just like pastoral brilliance, really. I mean, they they mention like uh, proggy stuff, like Howling Giant and King Buffalo and things like that. But to me, this this is very much it. Kind of stands on its own. It's got a bit of folk to it. But yeah, just I just really thought this was a, a beautiful little record. What did you make of it, Pete? Because I don't think you've come across these either. I haven't. No, and it's surprised you know because I, I tend to know the Ripple bands, and I really I really liked it. Really intrigued because it's not out yet is it the album this is a kind of pre-release song it'd be really interesting to see how the rest of it is it's it, in parts it's kind of that big bold stoner rock <clears throat> the other band they mentioned is asg and it, there are bits that really reminded me of them but it has this kind of this light fuzz frosting psychedelia and a bit of progginess to it and all of it just makes them not just your kind of next off the train stoner rock band there's definitely something more about them uh, which just you know makes them makes you attracted to them i got this i was glad you kind of brought it to my attention very very warm sounding as well i think it's got kind of like a, a very welcoming sound to it you can kind of imagine just sitting down at a bar and, and these guys just strike up and it's it's just like yeah i'm, I'm staying here for the night sort of thing so yeah re- really intriguing stuff and it's always amazing to find something new that we thought you know we we don't purport to know everything on this podcast but uh, we tend to know these labels quite well and um, yeah, to find something brand new that's just kind of caught our eyes is quite exciting really. So yeah, like I say, it's called Jake the Hawk uh, and the album's called Hinterlands. Uh, we're going to play the song Counting and you can get this at ripplemusic.bandcamp.com.
So this next one, I think I've had time to digest it uh, since you sort of sent it over, Pete. So it's unusual, isn't it? This this next one, Tower of Ohm from Germany. And yeah, I, I couldn't get my head around it first few listens. And then I was like, actually, I can I can see what has drawn you in. And it's it's brilliant. I can't stop listening to it. I, I found it. I found it just before we recorded last week's podcast, and then I sent. I knew immediately, and I sent it to you as soon as we finished. When playing this on the next one, and I think we both therefore had about a week with it, and still coming to terms with it. Um, this is the type of thing that I love to find. This is what I want to find. It's what I want to listen to. It's what I want to. It's what I want to play on this podcast. Music like this is. It's a demo. You know, it's called the, the demo. It's got. A hand-drawn cover. You can see the felt tips jokes on it. For a band so early in the trajectory to be so, you know, to have this such a sense of individuality, um, that's why these are the bands I want to, I would choose to to play on this podcast all day long if I could. It's got everything to, I mean, there's two songs on there. They're, they're at least 15 minutes each. This is the first track that we're going to play. The second one is slightly different altogether it's just as weird but it's got this almost it's like prog industrial i don't quite get it but this one you know there's bits in there there's bits which reminded me of like a like circulus if they'd gone funeral doom or yes um, that's good church of cosmic skull um <laughs> if they'd taken you know if, if they were on kind of black magic instead of like yes and uppers it's it's madcap there's psych there's prog there's an occult doom in there you know like electric wizard type stuff they say there's bits of black metal. There's just everything in there. And like I say, I've listed this. I list it every day at the moment. Yeah, and to be honest, any band that has members called Dr. Hellhammer, Creamy Peach and Mowgli in uh, have, have <laughs> yeah. got my and seal of approval. And Adam. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like Adam, Adam yeah. Shall, we, shall we give you a stupid name? No, no just put Adam. <laughs> or you didn't get the memo. <laughs> So you guys have all picked these cool stage names. Yeah, absolutely amazing stuff. Um, so yeah, I think they're from like a, a sort of um, town near the Black Forest in Germany, and and God knows like where they play or what kind of gigs they might do. But I'd love to see this band live. I'd, I'd love to see how how they'd recreate this. Like you say, it's amazing. It's like it goes in all sorts of different directions, and you kind of have to take a bit of time to kind of understand it. Yeah, this is why we do the podcast just to find oddities like this, and yeah brilliant stuff so i think is it pay what you want for this one as well it is yeah yeah so yeah go go and throw them some change you can get this at towerofohm.bandcamp.com and we're going to play probably an excerpt from the alchemist
So yeah, this next one um, kind of hit me square between the eyes. Absolutely amazing stuff. So a band called Wawad from uh, Russia. And yeah, this is just, yeah, it takes your head off, doesn't it? It's just so brutal. I'd, I'd say elements of post-metal, but deathy influence as well. Just very brutal. Never really lets up either. And I, I gather it's um, the coming out on the label that's from the ashes of Holy Raw. Is that right, Pete? Yeah, the Church Road Records, which I think this is the first song we've played from them, which, you know, it's come out the shit that happened there. And, you know, for all the people involved with the label who, you know, suddenly found their world up, turned upside down through, you know, no fault of their own, channel it into a new adventure and all that kind of experience and skill they've got from running the label, doing something new and supporting these new bands, which is great. So glad we've got a song now from them definitely and it's um it's a pretty special one i mean this whole album to me just sounds massive and yeah just really impressive it feels recognizable but it seems to straddle a few of the genres or at least kind of you know like say like say a bit of post-metal a bit of atmospheric black metal a bit of black and hardcore and everything you know along the path between which connects those three things so you could say something like celeste or hidden mothers or trap them you know like different bands but within the same kind of lineage and that genre straddling kind of stops it from going stale and by the book and, and makes it fierce and frenetic and it's and it's still drenched with this emotional pull um it, it really is extremely good yeah i think I, I got like um just from the brutality of it i got a little bit of today's the day attitude of it not necessarily the sound but just the railroad kind of nature of it it doesn't really give you any space at all to breathe which is which is what i kind of look for with this kind of music so yeah i was just really blown away by this and yeah i think you should probably just go and listen to the whole record um we can play a song called zazda but yeah like say that the whole record works as a cohesive whole it's really really good so you can either get this at wards.bandcamp.com or you can head to churchroadrecords.bandcamp.com as well, because like, they've got a vinyl version on there as well as some pretty amazing bands um, already signed to that. It uh, looks like they've put out a Svalbard record, um, as well as Palm Reader, a band called Cruelty, a new one by Celestial Sanctuary as well. So really worth uh, looking at there. And I think they've just started a uh, subscription service like Holy Raw had, I think. So um, yeah, they're carrying on that, the spirit and the, the sort of DIY um, ethics that go with that so yeah really really impressive stuff like i say we're going to play the song zazda
I don't quite know how I haven't come across this next band before, but uh, Pete, you've picked a band called Jutegite. And yeah, this is this is insane. I thought it was kind of... At first I thought I made a medieval acid trip or something, <laughs> but then it kind of evolves into this like dark beast of a song. I gather this isn't even as strange as they go. No, this is this is about as unstrange as they get. This is fairly, you know, as structured as they get. I got into them a few years ago. I was at um Tramlines Festival in Sheffield and, and I was kind of hopping between venues, hopping between like the Doom Lines Festival and the punk in the street, you know, uh, gigs going on and various around and um I was having a pint with Lee from Blind Monarch, our friend. And he was going on about uh, Shoot Guide and, you know, said, told me to get into him. And, you know, Lee's kind of into his muso stuff. Esoteric, and... I'd say. Lee's taste is esoteric. <laughs> well, yeah, it's to say the fully least. from. Yeah. It's, it's one guy um, and he creates, he kind of looks at, he seems to look at music completely differently from everything. You know, it was, we always talk about individuality and, and, you know, picking original music what he does is he looks at it almost from a, an acoustics physics point of view rather than from a musician's point of view and deconstructs it from there there was an album last year um where he described it was a 40 minute song and what he did it was he had a loop which looped over and over but each time it played it displaced by one second and then looped over the end until eventually it got back to itself and it gone right around and it lasted for 40 minutes and there's music set to different timing structures. All really weird. If you get into the back catalogue, you can get into some really weird stuff. And yeah, that's you know, I'm not, I'm not a musician, and some of that just kind of blows my mind. But even that is actually quite listenable. It's not you're not getting into kind of dream theatre, Joe Satriani, um, purely for musicians and, and absolute kind of yeah. dross for anybody else. <laughs> it is intriguing. So compared to that, yeah, this is pretty straight up while being, you know, sounding like this insane kind of black metal. I, I, just to add as well, it, the kind of all the proceeds for this went to, I think it was a homeless charity. So he seems to, you know, he seems to be a good guy as well. Um, and it's always interesting, worth following. Yeah, I'm going to have to like listen to all this now because that sounds exactly my sort of cup of tea. And this, this blew my head off for it. I mean, like I say that about everything, to be honest at the moment, but this, yeah, it, it kind of undid my, my brain um, while I was listening to it. I was like, I had to stop what I was doing and just kind of think what what is actually happening here because <laughs> i mean the, the whole thing all three tracks on here are quite different and and this one particularly sounds as if as if it's like loads of you know early music i'm talking kind of like medieval um madrigals and stuff like that just all crammed into this big mess and then it kind of turns into a little bit metallic kind of stuff doesn't it towards the end but hmm. yeah very confusing um, i gather these are collected songs from a few years ago as well it's kind of been put into a, an ep yeah uh, possibly and that, for Bandcamp I, I, day, you know maybe for i think it, was, it came out on on the band camp for friday yeah. maybe you know it was just it was something to get together to you know to help this charity you know so maybe you know long-term fans will know this stuff but it, you know worthy cause so it's worth getting again i think it was i think it was name your prize so very charitable and a great introduction yeah work backwards from here if you haven't heard them before yeah incredibly creative absolutely brilliant so yeah you can get this at uh, dutesguides.bandcamp.com you can play the first song of this which is called For the Nightly Ascent of the Hunter Orion Over a Forest Clearing